Alman chapter 51. And now I think the past in the commencement of the planet is it the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. They having established peace between the people of Lehi and the people of Morianton concerning their lands and having commenced the planning and fear increase. Nevertheless, they did not long maintain an entire peace in the land. For there began to be a contention among the people concerning the chief judge Bahoran. For behold, there were a part of the people who desired that a few particular points of the law should be altered. But behold, Bahoran would not alter nor suffer the law to be altered. Therefore, did not hearken to those who did not send in their voices with their petitions concerning the altering of the law. Therefore, those who were desirous that the law should be altered were angry with him and desired that he should no longer be chief judge over the land. Therefore, there arose a warm dispute concerning the matter, but not until bloodshed. And it came to pass that those who were desirous that Bahoran should be dethroned from the judgment seat were called king that king men. For they were desirous that the law should be altered in a manner to overthrow the free government and to establish a king over the land. And those who were desirous that Bahoran should remain chief judge over the land took upon them the name of freemen, and thus was the division among them. For the freemen had sworn or granted to maintain the rights and the privileges of the religion by a free government. And it came to pass that this matter of their contention was settled with the voice of the people. And it came to pass that the voice of the people came in favor of the free minute power and the day the judgment seat, which caused much rejoicing among the brethren of Bahoran and also many of the people of liberty, who also put the king into silence. Our leaders not opposed but were obliged to maintain the cause of freedom. Now those who were in the favor of kings were those of high worth, and they sought to be kings, and they were supported by those who sought power and authority over the people. But behold, this was a critical time for such contentions to be among the people of Nephi. For behold, Amalekiah had again steered up the hearts of the people of the Lamanites against the people of the Nephites. And he was gathering together soldiers from all parts of the land, and arming them and preparing for war with all the legions, for he had sworn to drink the blood of Moroni. But behold, we shall see that his promise to him was rash. Nevertheless, he did prepare himself and his armies to come to battle against the Nephites. Now his armies were not so great as they had it been, because of the many thousands who had been slain by the hand of the Nephites. But notwithstanding their great loss, now the Malachiah had gathered together a wonderful great army, insomuch that he feared not to come down to the land of Zarahemla. Yet even Malachiah did himself come down at the head of the Lamanites, and it was in the twenty and fifth year of the reign of the judges. And it was at the same time that they had begun to settle the affairs of their contentions concerning the chief judge Bahoran.
And it came to pass that when the men who were called king men had heard that the Lamanites were coming down to battle against them, they were glad in their hearts, and they refused to take up arms, for they were so worst with the chief judge, and also with the people of liberty, and they would not take up arms to defend their country. And it came to pass that the Noranites saw this, and also that the Lamanites were coming into the borders of the land. He was exceedingly worth because of the stubbornness of those people whom he had laboured with him, with so much diligence to preserve. He was exceedingly worth. His soul was really lingered against them. And it came to pass that he sent a petition with the voice of the people unto the governor of the land, desiring that he should read it and give him more on a power to compel those descenders to defend their country or to put them to death. For it was his first care to put an end to such contentions and desperate sensions among the people. For behold, this had been his accountable their destruction. And it came to pass that it was granted according to the voice of the people. And it came to pass that Moroni commanded that his army should go against those king men to pull down their pride and their cannibality and level them with a earth, or they should take up arms and support the cause of liberty. And it came to pass that the armies did much fought against them, and they did fall down their pride and their nobility, insomuch that as they did live driving with support fight against the men of Moroni, they were hung down and leveled to the earth. And it came to pass that there were four thousand of those dissenters who were hung down by the sword, and those of their leaders who were not slain in battle were taken and cut into prison, for there was no time for their trials at this period. And the remainder of those descenders, rather than be smitten down to the earth by the sword, yielded to the standard of liberty and were compelled to use the title of liberty upon their towers and in their cities and to take up arms in defense of their country. And thus Moroni put an end to those king men that there were not any known by the appellation of king men. And thus he put an end of the stubbornness and the pride of those people who professed the God of nobility. But they were brought down to humble themselves like unto their brethren and to fight valiantly for their freedom from bondage. Behold, it came to pass that while Moroni was thus breaking down the wars and contentions among his own people and subjecting them to present civilization and making regulations to prepare for war against the Lamanites. Behold, the Lamanites had come into the land of Moroni, which was in the borders of the seashore. And it came to pass that the Nephites were not sufficiently strong in the city of Moroni. So for Amalekiah did drive them, slaying many. And it came to pass that Amalekiah took possession of the city. He had possession of all the fortifications, and those of fled out of the city of Moroni, who came to the city of Nephiha. And also the people of the city of Nephiha gathered themselves together, and made preparations and were ready to receive the Lamanites to battle. And it came to pass that Amalekiah would not suffer the Lamanites to go against the city of Nephiah to battle, 
Fuck up them. Don Willis is sure her leaving men in every city to maintain independence. And as he went on, taking possession of many cities, the city of Nephi had the city of Lehi, and the city of Morianton, and the city of Omer, and the city of Gid, and the city of Mealik, all of which were on the east borders by the seashore. And the son of Laman is obtained by the cunning of Omerikea. So many cities, powder numbered this host, all of which were strongly fortified after the manner of the fortifications of Moroni all of which afforded the strongholds for the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they marched to the borders of the land of Bountiful, driving the Nephites before them and slaying many. But it came to pass that they were met by Tincum, who had slain Morianton, and had hid these people in his life. And it came to pass that he hid in Melikea also, as he was marching forth with his numerous army that he might take possession of the land bountiful and also the land northward. But behold, he met with a disappointment by being repulsed by ten communist men, for they were great warriors. For every man of Tinkum did see the Lamanites in their strength, in their skill of the war, in so much that they did gain advantage over the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they did harsh them, in so much that they did slay them, even until it was dark. And it came to pass that ten communist men did pitch their tents in the borders of the land bountiful, and Amalekia did pitch their tents in the borders of the beach by the seashore, and after this manner were they driven. And it came to pass that when the night had come, ten and his servants stole forth and went out by night. And went into the camp of Amalekia, and behold, sleep had overpowered them because of their much, much fatigue, which was caused by the labors and heat of the day. And it came to pass that Tinkum stole Pilate into the tent of the king, and put a javelin, a javelin to his heart, and did cause the death of the king, immediately that he did not awake his servants. And they returned again privately to his own camp. And behold, his men were asleep. And he awoke them and told them all the things that he had done. And he caused that his armies to should stand in readiness, lest the Lamanites had awakened and should come upon them. And thus in the turn and fulfilled of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And thus ended the days of Amalekia. And this chapter is about here that the king men seek to change the laws and set up the king. Pahoran and the free men are supported by the voice of the people. Moroni compels the king men to defend their liberty or be put to death. Amalekia and the Lamanites capture many fortified cities. Then Kumar fields the Lamanite in Vaisishon and slays Amalekia in his tent. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.commonterprise.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines. Alma chapter 52. And now it came to pass in the commencement of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. Behold, 
Well, the Lamanites awoke in the first morning of the long first night. Behold, they found Amadekeos sat in his own tent, and they also saw that King Kong was ready to give them water on that day. And now when the Lamanites saw this, they were upright and they abandoned their design in marching into the northward, and retreated all their army in the city of Medic and sought protection in their fortifications. And it came to pass that the brother of Malachiah was appointed king over the people, and his name was Amoron. Thus King Amoron, the brother of King Amalekiah, was appointed to reign instead. And it came to pass that he did command that these people should maintain those cities, which they had taken by the shedding of blood, for they had not taken any cities saved. He had lost much blood. And now then comes out that the Lamanites were determined to maintain those cities which they had taken and those parts of the land which they had obtained possession of. And also seeing the enormity of their number, Tincom thought it was not expedient that they should attempt to attack them in their ports. For the Kibbis mentioned about, as if making preparations for war, he until he was preparing to defend himself against them by casting up walls round about and preparing pieces of the sort. And it came to pass that he kept thus preparing for war until Morona had sent a large number of men to strengthen his army. And Morona also sent orders unto him that he should retain all the prisoners who fell into his hands, whereas the Lamanites had taken many prisoners, that he should retain all the prisoners of the Lamanites as a ransom for those whom the Lamanites had taken, and also sent orders unto him that he should fortify the land bountiful and secured the narrow pass which led into the land or part, lest the Lamanites should obtain that point, and should have the power to harass them on every, on every side. And Moroni also sent unto him, desiring him, that he would be faithful in maintaining that quarter of the land, and that he would seek, uh, he would seek every opportunity to scourge the Lamanites in that poor quarter as much as was in the power that perhaps he might take again by stratagem or in some other way those cities which had been taken out of their hands and that they also would fortify and surrender the cities round about which had not fallen into the hands of the Lamanites and he also said unto him I will come unto you but behold the Lamanites are upon us in the borders of the land with the sea and behold I go against them Therefore I cannot come unto you. Now the king Amoron had departed out of the land of Zoyamla, and had made known unto the king concerning the death of the, his brother, and had gathered together a large number of men, and he had marched forth against the Nephites on the borders by the West Sea. And thus he was endeavoring to harass the Nephites, and to draw away a part of their forces to that part of the land. While he had commanded those, whom he had left to possess the cities, which he had taken, that they should also arrest the Nephites on the borders with the East, east Sea, and should take possession of their lands, as much as it was in their power, according to the power of their enemies.
of their armies, I mean. And thus were the Nephites in those dangerous circumstances in the ending of the 26th year of the of the judges over the people of Nephi. But behold, it came to pass in the 10th and 7th year of the reign of the judges that thing come by the command of Moroni, who had established armies to protect the south of the west borders of the land, and had begun his march toward the land bountiful that he might assist him come with his brethren, uh, with his men, I mean, and were taking the cities which they had lost. And it came to pass that Hingom had received orders to make an attack upon the city of Mulek and retake it if were possible. And it came to pass that Hingom made preparations to make an attack upon the city of Mulek and marched forth with his army against the Lamanites. But he saw that it was impossible that he could overpower them while they were in their fortifications. Therefore, I were not in these designs and returned again to the city bountiful to wait for the king of Moroni, that he might receive his friend to his army. And it came to pass that Moroni had arrived with his army at the land of bountiful in the latter end of the twenty and seventh year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And in the commencement of the twenty and eighth year, Moroni and Tinkum and many of the chief captains held the council of war what they should do to cause the Lamanites to come out against them to battle or that they might uh, summons flutter them out of their strongholds that they might gain advantage over them and take again the city of Malik. And it came to pass that sent embassies to the army of the Lamanites which protected the city of Molik to their leader, whose name was Jacob, desiring him that he would come out with his armies to, to, I heard the thing, others to meet them upon the plains between the two cities. But behold, Jacob was a Soramite, who had not come out with his army to meet them upon the plains. And it came to pass that Moroni, having no hopes of meeting them upon fair grounds, therefore he resolved upon the plan of that he might destroy the Lamanites out of their strong because the Lamanites out of their strongholds. Therefore he caused that Tinkum should take a small number of men and march down near the seashore, and Moroni and his army by night. March in the wilderness on the west of the city of Miyagi. And thus on the morrow, when the guards of the Lamanites had discovered Tinkum, he ran and told it unto Jacob their leader. And it came to pass that the armies of the Lamanites did march forth against Tinkum, supposing by their numbers to overpower Tinkum because of the smallness of these numbers. And as Tinkum saw, to the armies of the Lamanites coming out against him in the under track, down by the seashore northward. And it came to pass that when the Lamanites saw that he began to flee, they took courage and pursued them with vigor. And while Tinkum was thus leading away, the Lamanites were pursuing them, and vain behold, 
Moroni commanded that the part of his army who were with him should march forth into the city and take possession of it. And thus they said, and slew all those who had been left to protect the city, and all those who would not be left for weapons of war. And thus Moroni had obtained possession of the city merely with a part of his army. But he marched with the remainder to meet the Lamanites when they should return from the pursuit of Tinkum. And it came to pass that the Lamanites did pursue Tinkum until they came near the city Bansipol, and then they were met by Lehi, the small army, which had been left to protect the city Bansipol. And now behold, when the chief captains of the Lamanites had been killed behind with his army. Coming against them, they fled in much confusion. This perhaps they should not obtain the city mimulate before Lehi should overtake them, for they were worried because of their march, and the men of Lehi were fresh. Now the Lamanites did not know that the Moroni had been in their, in their rear. For this army and all they feared was Lehi and his men. Now Lehi was not desirous to overtake them till they should meet Omoron and his army. And it came to pass that before the Lamanites had retreated far, they were surrounded by the Nephites, by the men of Moroni on one hand, and the men of Lehi on the other, all of whom were fresh and full of strength. But the Lamanites were wearied because of the long march. And Moroni commanded his men that they should fall upon them until they had given up their weapons of war. And it came to pass that Jacob bring their leader, also being also a Solomite, and having an unquitable spirit, he led the Lamanites for the battle with exceeding fury against Moroni. Moroni being in the course of march, therefore Jacob was determined. To slay them and cut his way to the, to the city of Merli. But behold, Moroni and his men were more powerful. Therefore, they did not keep away, gave way before the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they both on both sides both hands with exceedingly fury. And there were many slain on both sides. Shen Moroni was wounded and Jacob was killed. And the high press upon the rear with such privileges with his strong men that the Lamanites in the rear delivered up the weapons of war, and the remainder of them, being much confused, knew not whether to go or to strike. Now, Moroni seeing their, um, seeing their uh, confusion, he said unto them, if you are to bring forth your weapons of war and deliver them up, behold, we will forbear shedding your blood. And it came to pass that when the Lamanites had heard these words, their chief captains, all those who were thus slain, came forth and threw down their weapons of war at the feet of Moroni, and also commanded their men that they should do the same. But behold, there were many that would not, and those who would not deliver up their swords were taken and bound, and the weapons of war 
were taken from them, and they were compelled to march with their veterans forth into the land bountiful. And of the number of prisoners that were taken, exceedingly more than the number of those who had been slain, yeah, more than those who had been slain on both sides. And this chapter it says about here that it says about here that Amoron succeeds Amalekia as king of the Lamanites. Moron 19 commanded highly the Nephites in a victorious war against the Lamanites. The city of Malik is retaken, and Jacob the Lamanite is slain. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.commandtochrist.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines. Alma chapter 53 And I think the first that they did set guards over the prisoners of the Lamanites and did compel them to go forth and bury their dead, yeah. And also the dead of the Nephites who were slain. And Moroni placed men over them to guard them while they should perform their labors. And Moroni went to the city of Malik with Lehi, and took command of the city and gave it unto Lehi. Now behold, this Lehi was a man who had been with Moroni in the more part of all his battles, and he was a man like unto Moroni. And they rejoiced in each other's safety that they were beloved by each other and also beloved by all the people of Nephi. And it came to pass that after the Lamanites had finished burying their dead, and also the dead of the Nephites, they were marched back into the land bountiful, and then come by the orders, orders of Moroni, caused that they should commence labor in this digging a ditch round about the land of the city bountiful. And he caused that they should heal out the breastwork of timbers upon the inner bank of the ditch. And they cast a cart out of the ditch against the breastwork of timbers. And thus they did cause the Lamanites to labor until they had encircled the city of Bountiful, run about with a strong wall of timbers, and are to an exceeding height. And this city became an exceedingly strong all over effect ever after and in this city they did guard the prisoners of the Lamanites. Yeah, even within a wall which they had caused them to build with their own hands. Now Moroni was compelled to cause the Lamanites to labor, because it was easy to guard them while at their labor. And he desired all his forces that he should make an attack upon the Lamanites. And it came to pass that Moroni had, had a skin a victory over one of the greatest of the armies of the Lamanites, and had obtained possessions of the city of Mali, which was one of the strongest strongest hold of the Lamanites in the land of Nephi. And thus he did also build a stronghold to retain his prisoners. And it came to pass that he did no more attempt at battle with the Lamanites in that year. But they did placement in preparing for war and making a fortifications to guard against the Lamanites. Yeah. 
and also delivering their women and children from famine and from affliction and providing food for their armies. And now it came to pass that the armies of the Lamanites on the West Sea South while in the absence of Moroni and accounted some in three amongst the Lamanites which because dissensions among them had gained some ground over the Nephites and so much that they detected possession of a number of their cities in that part of the land. And thus because of iniquity among themselves, because of dissensions and intrigue among themselves, they were placed in the most dangerous circumstances. And now behold, I have some water say concerning the people of Ammon, who in the beginning were the Lamanites. But by Ammon misbehaved, or rather by the power word of God, they had been converted unto the Lord, and they had been brought down into the land of Zarahemla, and had ever since had been protected by the Nephites. And because of their oath, they had been kept from taking up arms against their brethren, for they had taken an oath that they never should would shed blood more, and according to the world, they would have perished, yeah. They would have suffered themselves to have fallen into the hands of the brethren, had it not been for the pity and the exceeding love which Ammon and his brethren had for them. And for this cause, they were brought on into the land of Salamla, and they ever had been protected by the Nephites. For it came to pass that when they saw the danger and the many afflictions and tribulations which the Nephites bore for them, they were moved with compassion and were desirous to keep up arms in the defense of their country. But behold, as they were about to take their weapons of war, they were overpowered by the persuasions of Helaman and his brethren, for they were about to break the oath which they had made. And Helaman feared lest by so doing, they should lose their souls. Therefore, all those who had entered into this covenant were compelled to behold their brethren wade through their afflictions and their dangerous circumstances at this time. But behold, it came to pass they had many sons who had not entered into a covenant that they would not take their weapons of war to defend themselves against their enemies. Therefore, they did assemble themselves together at this time, as many as were able to take up arms, and they called themselves Nephites. And they entered into a covenant to fight for the liberty of the Nephites, yet to protect the land unto the laying down of their lives. Even they covenanted that they never would give up their liberty, for they would fight in all places to protect the Nephites and themselves from bondage. Now behold, there were two thousand of young men who entered into this covenant and took their weapons of war to defend their country. And now behold, as they never had before with a disadvantage to the Nephites, they became now at this period of time also a great support. For they took their weapons of war, and they were that Helaman should be their leader. And they were all young men. And they were exceedingly valiant and for courage and also for strength and activity. But behold, this was not all. They were men who were to, to at all times 
They lost everything they were interested. Yet they were men of truth and soberness. For they had been taught to keep the commandments of God and to walk uprightly before him. And now it came to pass that Helaman did march to the head of the two, his two thousand stripping soldiers, to the support of the people in the borders of the land on the south by the West Sea. And thus ended the turn and eighth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And this chap is says about here. The Lamanite prisoners are used to purify the cities. Bountiful. Dissensions among the Nephites give rise to Lamanite victories. Helaman takes command of the 2,000 stripling sons of the people of Ammon. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.commentochrist.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines.